Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I like him because his energy, his energy, his effort, like, he's passionate about it. We are passionate about it, obviously, so, like, of course, that's going to bring chemistry. But not only that, he's a great dude. Off the court, he's a great dude. To me, that's before basketball, because having human traits like that, characteristics, it speaks a lot about your character. He's the head coach of the Utah Jazz. He can walk around with his head up, but he don't do that. He wants everybody to have the same energy. He wants everybody to be on top. He wants everybody to succeed, because that's the type of person he is. That's He's a selfless person. So true. He can walk around with his head up, but he don't do that. That's Daniel House. Do you like Daniel House or do you like Joe L. Embiid? Or do you like Daniel Tice? Hmm. Jacob L. Hatch. It's not an L, but you know. <laughs> Jazz back in action tonight. What's left of them? Playing the Suns, the league-leading Suns. Now, I got to do DJ. Usually when teams play together consecutively in such a short period of time, they split. That's what I heard as a (laughs) nine-year-old. Am I right? (laughs) You have a point. Got to make people feel comfortable. If the Snick Dog's not here to get their morning going, they feel lost. He's been doing it for 35 years. He's gotten them through all the tough times. Not me. I've added to the tough times. He's gotten them through the tough times. So I got to figure out ways to be him for the next three days until he comes back on Monday. Man, you talk about heavy as the head that wears the crown. As my best friend Rick Majerus used to say, over and over. So, we'll see. Playing the same team within a three-day span. Because Gobert and his calf strain and Mitchell and the concussion protocol, they're out. O-U-T, out. They will not play. At least what the injury report said yesterday. No longer on that. I used to be on that. But there was a transaction made somewhere along the line, and I got bumped off of it. Used to get texts on that. So when he made a conscious decision, like Sniggy, he made a conscious decision that I was going to suck up to the soccer people so I can get to do the play-by-play and get the crap out of the studio. Somebody made a conscious decision to take me off that list. And I've been hurt ever since. So we'll see if they have any more. They'll put out uh, a couple tonight. And we'll see if anybody else is out. Now for the Suns, they have two starters out too. Aiden and Crowder, and then McGee, JaVale McGee, is out. So the Suns' top two centers are out. I talked about this an hour ago. Biombo, I assume, was going to get the start for Phoenix. They're way short of big man. Is that enough to overcome? Or our injuries are greater than their injuries? Now the two All-Stars are out, so you'd think Crowder's not an All-Star, neither is Aiden. So you'd think that would be advantage Suns. But you got to find a way, man. See what happens tonight. Starts at 8 o'clock. It's a later game on ESPN. It'll also be on, what do they call the, the they call it AT&T now? AT&T Sportsnet. Okay. 
Coverage with Lacombe and Jake Scott begins right here at 7 o'clock on our station with the pregame show. So listen in, and we'll see what happens. There you go. That is your jazz right here with DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Capazzo has it, the midcourt circle. Ten seconds left to go in the third quarter. He dribbles off to the right side. Now a short clock. Great pass to Jokic, and the layup is up and in. What a feat by Compazzo. Curry, step back, takes a two on the way. That's good. Stephen Curry, four for four, has nine points. He's feeling it. Harden, whoa, blows the layup. He was all by himself. Now the Lakers have numbers. And LeBron's going to take it to the basket at the other end. Count it! It should count at the end of the quarter. Clippers don't have a timeout. Neither does Washington. Man, gets it in for Winslow. He'll move it from left to right. No foul given yet, and now they're going to... Oh, no, get it to Kennard. Three seconds left. Top of the key, put up the three. He's fouled. Oh! Luke Kennard buries it. A four-point play, and the Clippers with a chance to go up front. One second remaining. This team is next level. Winslow inbounds. Coffee's got it. The buzzer sounds. The bench rushes the floor. The Clippers have done it. Luke Kennard. Wins it with a four-point play. 116-115, your final score. It's the second largest comeback in NBA history. Clippers, the Clippers are next level. They're also 24 and 25. And they're playing without their, their big studs, the two guys. They find a way to win. How about that, man? It can be done. You lose your two all-stars. You don't have to immediately have an excuse that you can't win. That's kind of fresh, isn't it? That'd be nice. Some people. Kennard with a four-point play. The Clippers, what were they, down by 35? Now they say that that is the second largest. And the largest, you may remember, is the Jazz. In 1996, on this very building in which I sit, overcame a 36-point deficit to beat the Nuggets. Remember that, thinking, man, they're going to go down. And that was when they were really, really, really good. That was when everybody played 82 games a year. The good old days, huh? Yeah. So they got the comeback, man. The first team in the past 25 seasons to have erased a deficit of 24 or more points to win three games this season. And they've done it all this month. The comeback kids. How about that? Yeah. And Tyron Liu, he had enough. He benched most of his starters to start the third quarter. Nick Batum out. Zubach out. Amir Coffey with 29 points. That's more than a cup of coffee. He takes it to the cup. I never understood why they call it a cup. That's like calling a golf hole the basket. A cup has a bottom. It's not a cup. I know it sounds cool, but it's not a cup. Stop saying it's a cup. And Kennard with 25, and our guy Terrence Mann, 16 points. Terrence Mann up for sure. Clippers with that nice win. Then we also heard the Warriors. Warriors pounded the Mavs. The Mavs have been playing well, 10-2 in their last 12. I was looking forward to that game, and they just hammered him. Kaminga, their first-round pick, man, with a big game. Like 22 points in 18 minutes. I think he missed one shot. He's 4-4 from three. Correct. Whoa, baby. Keep an eye on him, man. The Warriors, will they continue it as the other guys get a little older? They got some help. Speaking of help, Lakers got back Tony Davis. 
Big man, you know him as Anthony Davis. He didn't do a whole lot, but he missed 17 games. We'll see when he gets hurt again. They beat Brooklyn, who's uh, without Irving, without uh, Durant. Harden had a triple-double, if that matters for you. LeBron James continues to roll, man. He is an impressive player at his age. What's he, 37 now? Wow. He just 33 points. He just looks so good. Didn't look like he's uh, slowing down at all. Mavs losing Tim Hardaway Jr. Now, I saw that. I didn't see I see it on, on the rundown sheet. It is a fractured foot. Fractured fifth metatarsal in his left uh, foot. This so. is an extended, obvious yeah. return window. That's a major blow. He's their top bench scorer. Yeah, yeah, he's a player. He's a player. Nuggets get a nice win. Jokic goes off again. So for the Bulls, forward Derek Jones Jr., fractured right index finger. We're working out with the team, and you'll miss six to eight weeks. they got everybody missing six to eight weeks there. They've just been battered by injuries big time. And the Blazers' Cody Zeller, he underwent knee surgery. He'll be reevaluated in two-plus months. At that point, the season will be virtually over, so we'll see you next year. And we'll see what they do. We'll see how much they rip it up. It's going to be intriguing. You know, a lot of talk of the trade talk, and I read this yesterday, you know, you're constantly looking for stuff that's out there. It's like it's never-ending, you know? If you you go home, my, my deal, I usually go home, go to the gym, get something to eat, get on the internet, uh, go pick up the kid from school, blah, blah, blah. This time of year, it's the same thing just virtually every day. Today I watch some golf because the what I call the LA Open is uh, starting today. We'll get to that in a bit here. And uh, then by 4, 5, 6 o'clock, you get back on, and there's a whole new bunch of stuff. That's out there. And I saw yesterday the Jazz being interested in Covington with the Blazers. Now he's a defensive guy. Got a lot of energy on the perimeter. So I'm interested, really interested to see what the Blazers decide to do. How much do they tinker? Do they blow it up? What level of in-between would there be? Uh, Where are they going with this thing? Because obviously this group of guys isn't going anywhere. And Lillard, I, I saw where he said he's really not in a hurry to come back. I mean, he shouldn't be. The team is just garbage. Do they get rid of him? You know, he's a Hall of Fame player, I think, for sure. So do they try to trade him for three or four assets, whatever that might be? Interesting stuff. Interesting times for Portland uh, because they got to do something. They got to have some type. You can't keep doing the same thing. That's obviously that definition of insanity has been the Warriors or the Blazers and what they've been doing now over and over. All right, there's your NBA right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college basketball. This was supposed to be a big game. Two teams undefeated in the Pac-12. Historically, the two best programs. You had Arizona which had only had one loss going up against uh, UC Los Angeles. And the Bruins, man, at Paulie, they had fans there. They hammered them 75-59, uh, yeah, excuse me, 75-59. They opened up a 10-point lead there towards the end of the first half. I was watching that game. It was a late start, 9 o'clock our time. And they held it and uh, basically extended it. And the Cats could not really get back into it. So that was the marquee game because you got uh, the Bruins at 7. And then the Arizona Wildcats had moved all the way up to 3. Tommy Lloyd, the Gonzaga assistant in their first year, his first year. So that's pretty cool as far as that goes. He's having a really good season as they continue to be a basketball school for sure. All right. Uh, who do we got? Utah tonight. 
8 o'clock, Washington State. Opportunity to get a win. Utes only 1-9. and nine. I mean, they've bottomed out, obviously. I would think they're going to be one and done on that Wednesday in uh, Vegas. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but I, I think they're still going to win. Uh, they got uh, they got nine more games, eight more games. No, wait, they're playing. How many are they playing? 20 this year. If they get them all in, I mean, who knows? Yeah, they're uh, halfway through. Yeah, so they got uh, 10 more conference games because they moved them up. They moved up to, the, to have two more. So we'll see. Hopefully they can get them all in. And my guess is... They find a way to win. I mean, they won one and nine in the first half. I think they at least get two. Step one is getting Brandon Carlson back. Yeah, so I'm hoping and, he might play tonight. And he was doing some limited stuff. He's a nice player for them. So I think they've got an opportunity to get uh, maybe three or four more wins in the second half of the conference season. And that'd be good for them. That's 8 o'clock tonight on the Pac-12 Networks. You've got Utah State against San Diego State. Now Utah State, the Aggies, they've slipped off a little bit, 10-9, 1-5. A lot of close losses. Uh, and the Aztecs at 3-1 and one in the conference. Uh, that's at home tonight at uh, 8.30. be on Fox Sports 1. Scotty will have it. I'm sure we'll have it on our station, right? Correct, yeah, 12.80 a.m. 12.80 a.m. Uh, Louisville's coach, uh, Mac, he's supposed to be out. That's one of your premier today. jobs. Yeah, so I have a meeting today with head honchos down there at Louisville, they actually don't have a university president or permanent yeah, AD all, currently. They're all interim. Bring back Patino. <laughs> <laughs> From Iona. <laughs> He'll win. He'll, yeah. he, uh, he's sort of like the Urban Meyer of uh, college basketball. He'll win for you, no doubt about it. But there's going to be some baggage along the way. And uh, we'll see. Do they, do they come after Mark Pope? People are going to come after Mark Pope. It's just the way it is. And he's going to have to decide what he wants to do. We just played him. The guy, I mean, what, what's the phrase? He can sell ice or snow to an Eskimo or something. Whatever that uh, cliche is. Sell ice to an Eskimo. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, he is he's something, you know. BYU is a school of redemption. Second chance you. Which means if you're good and you want to transfer, come here. We're going to the Big 12. We need you, brother. He's selling. He sells at all times. He's a master salesman. I was talking to one of their administrators one time, and we were laughing about it. I said, yeah, I was make sure I got my hand in my wallet when we're on that guy. I mean, he is an unbelievable salesman, and he's done well. You have to admit it. He's got a ton of energy, and he's done well. I got to give him credit. He's put pump juice into the program, and I think they're headed for the NCAs again this year. So if you count the COVID year, that'd be three for three. Now they got to have some success in there. Uh, last year they were one and done as, what, a six seed? Now, they played the Bruins, who ended up going to the Final Four, so maybe that was unfair. But nevertheless, you, you start got to start having some success, particularly as you build into the conference that you're going to go into. There's your college basketball right here in 97.5, 1280 Zone. Hashtag NFL. Stepping, stepping outside, like in the cold weather today, and being a little uncomfortable professionally or, or from a career standpoint is okay. I don't like the word retirement. Mr. B didn't like it either. He always said, you know, retirement's overrated. Once you make a decision, that's a decision, and you're moving forward. And until you get to that certainty, there's no make a decision. But there also is a time frame for this because I understand that my decision does impact a number of other people's decisions, and. I want to be very sensitive to that. And so I will uh, definitely make a decision sooner. Well, the latter is Aaron Rodgers. Has there ever been a player in NFL history 
who gets more airtime for not playing than Aaron Rodgers? It seems like it's every day with some. He's got something to say, and there's some soundbite that Aaron Rodgers is giving almost every day. And it seemed like last offseason, it just was all the time. And we'll see what that soap opera leads to. Does he retire? Does he come back? Does he get moved? All that stuff there. He's getting up there. What's he, 38 now? Uh, so we'll see. Sean Payton. Mr. B, I assume that's uh, Mr. Benson, not Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, the late Tom Benson. And uh, who is it? Is it his wife or his... Uh... Gail Benson is now the owner, yes. Yeah. His, his wife. And she was out there saying, well, we'll find out. Well, we did find it. He's a step away for at least a year. That's funny because it was all step away. Not quit. Not retire, but step away. I don't like the word retire. That was the phrase. Well, if I had enough money, I'd love the word retire. (laughs) I think Sean Payton's got plenty of money. I don't have plenty of money, so uh, I have to keep working, such as it is. I mean, I barely call this work, but nevertheless, uh, he's going to step away. Now, he's under contract with the Saints through 2024, so obviously this is just 2022. So what's he going to do? Is he going to just take a sabbatical? I I don't know that I've ever heard of that. There's a lot of speculation that he'll be working with one of the TV networks for the next year. He said he's at least taking next year off. Right. But, but, okay, but since you're under contract to the Saints, you don't, I don't think, I've heard of guys take time off. That's happened. Yeah, but he's under contract. But I don't know they take a time off for a year and then come back and coach the team, the same team that you left. I would. Has that ever happened? I would doubt that, yeah. Like, there's some speculation that his defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, may get elevated to head coach, but is that for a one-year basis? Uh, who knows? Yeah, that would be really weird if he just took a year off and then came back. And what does it mean for our guy, Taysom? I saw a lot of speculation. That means Taysom is gone-gone. I don't know about that, man. Is the only player, the only coach he could play for was Peyton. Well, the Packers sure thought they had something in him, and Peyton stole him away. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. If he's good enough to be an NFL quarterback, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, it matters the coach, but there ought to be more than one is what I'm trying to say. Or just an NFL player. And plus, I think he's an NFL roster guy. Yes, I mean, he come is. on. He's a player. And still, As long as he comes back from the foot injury, uh, what he has, Liz Frank? Second she wrecked time. his foot? Yep. That's what he had in Nebraska, right? When, Correct. When uh, Mangum came off the bench and threw the Hail Mary. It requires... Full of grace, the Lord be with thee. It require multiple surgeries to fix it, but hopefully he comes back. I know that prayer. Said it often, going to grade school. CYA, right? CYA? Oh, no. What was the CYO? <laughs> CYO, my bad. Catholic Youth Organization. CYA. CYA separate, you know. <laughs> and CYA while you're playing CYO, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Harbaugh nearing an extension. That'd be cool. I mean, I think he should get it for sure. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, he's in the final year of a four-year deal. Now, it's not like college to where you can't really let him go in to be a lame duck season. It doesn't, doesn't do well for recruiting. Now, he's been there for 14 years already. Wow, that's a long time. You see his uh, predecessor? You know who his predecessor was? Yeah, Brian Billick. Former BYU tight end. Yeah, he is going to join Hermstaff down there in the desert. Yeah, going to have three ex-head coaches Marvin in the Lewis NFL. Already there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be an offensive analyst. Uh, he's like 67, 68 years old. Yep. Uh, we'll see if he's got the fire. 
I mean, he won a Super Bowl. He was a pretty good coach for them. Uh, but coming back, sort of uh, a, a lower level Dick Vermeil being out for a real long time and now going to be an offensive analyst for Herm Edwards, and their offense sucked this year. Uh, Jaden Daniels, I mean, he throws a good long pass. It's not completed, but he does. It's very pretty. He throws a pretty long ball. Oh, man. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to kick him right in the soccer balls. Antonio Brown and his attorney, Sam Burston. Now, is that any relation to Ellen Burston? An actress? I have no clue. (laughs) Going to seek legal action for the money that's uh, supposed to be him for his ankle surgery and the money he feels old owed to him and then Byron Leftwich are saying is going to be the coach of Jacksonville now he was Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator he was also formerly a quarterback for the Jacksonville sure Jaguars. yeah he was the number one pick yep and he was uh, offense he was quarterback coach and then I think coordinator when Bruce Arians was in Arizona correct and then uh, Arians when he got the Tampa Bay job he rehired his coordinators which was Bowles Who's Who, former Jets coach. Interviewing with the Raiders, apparently. Yeah, and then uh, Lethwich. Uh, both of those guys. And Leth- Leth- Lethwich seemed like he was an up-and-comer. So he's got an opportunity to have that. The Bears are hiring uh, KC's executive director of player personnel, Ryan Poles. 36 years old. Uh, let's see, he interviewed Jim Caldwell in Chicago. Wow, that's three African-Americans. See if they all get the jobs. That'd be great for the NFL if they're the most qualified. I'm all for it. Absolutely, yeah. Go with that. All right, that is your NFL, extensive NFL coverage as the NFL continues to motor on right here with DJ and PK, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I, first of all, want to thank God, you know, for Gave me the opportunity to be part of this uh, very elite group of players. That's what pretty much every player dream of. The support throughout the year from my family. I mean, I don't, I don't think I would have done it without the support coming from the family, you know, the families. And uh, man, the Red Sox, I mean, the fans, everybody around who pretty much encouraged me to be uh, the player and the person that I became to be. Thanks, God. You know, everything came, came out together at the right time, and here we are. <laughs> David Ortiz, I like him. Here we are. <laughs> the guy who was cut from the Minnesota Twins. He played for the Salt Lake Buzz. In a few minutes, we'll have uh, Steve Clockey on to reminisce, tell us what he knows about Big Poppy. And then he goes on to Boston, and uh, we know the story, legendary career, three World Series titles. And here he is, the only guy to get in through the uh, regular way. You can make your way on the ballot for 10 years now, which means Clemens, Bond, Sosa, and Schilling, those guys are all at the 10-year mark, so they're gone. They did not get in their final year of eligibility on the baseball writer's ballot. Now, the Veterans Committee could still induct them, Clemens and Bonds, obviously with the steroids, Sosa too. Schilling, uh, does he have the good enough stats? Uh, You know, his stats aren't overwhelming, but he was a big-game pitcher. Doesn't that count for something? Now he's got the uh, out there politics. I'd say the politics are also playing. But I mean, should should, it, should that play in? It Where do we go with this? Not. Who gets to decide? Now? Most of the it's my experience, having been and worked for newspapers for twenty three years, that most folks there are liberal. That's just the way it is. You can argue about it all you want, but that's the fact. 
that I saw. Now, maybe it's changed because it's been 14 years since I've held a daily newspaper job. And maybe it's changed. My guess is it hasn't changed. My guess it's even gone even more so in that direction. So now they're the moral authority. They get to judge. Hey, the showing is too far out there for my taste. But what about on the field? We'll hit all of that with Steve Clowkey coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Stay with us. Let's go to golf now. Finish it off where we get to hear Yoxter say, golf. Golf. <laughs> hit that thing. Hit that thing. All right, they move up the freeway a little bit. I won't bore you with the freeways from uh, Palm Springs to the L.A. Open over there at the Riviera Country Club where I once had Sylvester Stallone touch me on the left shoulder in the media room where he said, excuse me, as he tried to get by. Because a bunch of celebrities come out and watch the L.A. Open. I've been to Riviera multiple times, never played it. But I've been there and I've walked it. That's where they're at. Oh, wait. That, that, I went through all that and they're not even there. I was going to say, I was my like, mistake. we're the farmers this yeah. week. They're in uh, Torrey Pines, which is La Jolla. La Jolla. Oh, my gosh. Did you see the uh, yes. uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis, uh, Dustin Johnson put out a picture? Uh-huh. Oh, it looked gorgeous. <laughs> PJ Tour put a good one out there, too. Yeah. And he just said, a great day uh, to be had at La Jolla. Yeah. Now, I've been there multiple times. Have walked that. Never played that either. Now those are two of them, and they're public. Yep, public uh, uh, public courses. Yeah, but I haven't. Uh, and obviously, they're right on the ocean. Oh my gosh! And it starts today. If you want to tease yourself, turn on the Golf Channel, and the views are just or unbelievable. Dream it. ESPN yeah. Plus will also have it for you. Tony Finau is going to be in the field now. Off the bat, he's playing with Shoffley and Swafford. Now Swafford just won, didn't he? He won the Palm Springs. Correct. Whatever they call they call that the American Express. The American Express. And this is the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, at Tory, yeah, great weather in San Diego. I was texting with someone who's in San Diego this week, and he's having a fabulous time, and I'm happy for him. <laughs> All right, that is what is trending, and what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. You can call them at eight zero one two nine five sixteen ninety two nine five sixteen ninety. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we're going to hit this Hall of Fame controversy with our own Steve Clowkey. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.